Hello and welcome back. Today we are looking at the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our readings today come from the prophet Isaiah, uh, St. James letter, and then the Gospel of Mark, which kind of picks up from right where we left off last week. So Isaiah talks about uh, to not be afraid, do, do not fear. Uh, you have a, go a, a God who loves you and will heal the deaf and give sight to the blind, take care of those who um, are downtrodden and do not feel like they're part of society. Um, this is important, especially in Isaiah's time, because we know that uh, for the most part, the people that he was uh, sharing this prophecy with were people who now felt like they had been rejected by God, by, uh, maybe had been forgotten by God. Um, there were people that felt as if they no longer had an important role in the world um, or a place even uh, that that the God who uh, had led them out of Egypt and brought them through to the Holy Land had just forgotten that they were there and so Isaiah is saying all this and he, he's reminding them that there is a God and that that God loves them and he will take care of them um, which I think is it, very clear tie through all of these readings of, you know, it, it is not how we appear, but who we are uh, that God cares most about. And we get that, of course, in St. James's letter. So St. James writes this letter and he says, um, you know, show no partiality. Uh, if a person walks in and they are in the finest clothes and, and um, adorned in the finest jewelry, uh, we want them to sit by us. We, we, we give them a place of um, stature that's close to us, right? We hold them close to us. Whereas when the poor person walks in and the person who isn't dressed as nicely, we request that they sit at our feet, uh, a place that is more um, submissive, a place of less honor, a place of... Uh, you're not worthy to be on my level, so you will sit below me. And St. James says, that is not what we're supposed to do. In fact, um, we're equal. We're, we're all called to be at the table. We're all called to be at the same seat. We're all part of the same family um, and part of going through the same thing. So we shouldn't judge. Um, this, you know, the, the imagery that immediately comes to mind is, uh, I remember when I was a kid um, at Thanksgiving dinner, you know, my, my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and cousins and everybody, they're all dressed up nicely in their, their button-down shirts or their, their dresses or whatever it may be. Um, they look very nice for Thanksgiving dinner, uh, whereas the kids, like, we're all in our t-shirts, we're all in our our, uh, you know, basketball shorts or whatever it might be. We're, we're more laid back, more comfortable, more, um, you know, we sit at the kids' table. <laughs> we're not invited to be at the banquet in the same way. We're, we're kind of, we're at the banquet, but we're over here. Um, we're not quite worthy. And I remember uh, being a kid and always feeling like left out and not feeling like I was part of that. And it, part of it was age, and I understand that. But it was also like, we didn't dress the part. We weren't dressed up for Thanksgiving um, and for that dinner. And I remember when my grandparents had moved, they, they had moved into a smaller place. Uh, 
but they had bought a bigger table. And that year for Thanksgiving, all of us were invited to be at the same table, and there was a different sense of worth. There was a different idea of belonging, a different idea of what it meant to be part of the family. And that's what St. James is really trying to say, is we're all part of this same family. We're all part of this same feast, right? Christ did not come only for the wealthy and well-dressed and those who had lots of jewelry. He also came for the poor. He came for the people who could not um, always wear the nicest clothes or had the nicest accessories to make themselves look worthy of what was was happening. And then we have our gospel. Uh, and I, I love this gospel. This is uh, There is so much beautiful imagery here that I think of as I hear this. So we have this scene where Jesus is, is traveling. Um, he's continuing to do his ministry. And there's a group of, of friends. There's a, a large group of people that bring to Jesus a man who is deaf. And Jesus takes him and they go out on their own. He like takes him aside and he spits on his tongue and he sticks his fingers into his ears. And then the man is able to hear, and he's able to talk. And Jesus says, tell no one of what I've seen. And of course, they do the exact opposite. They go out, they tell everyone, because this is amazing, right? Here's this new and exciting thing that has happened in this person's life. And the reason why I love this um, so much is, is for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, God always answers our prayers. Um, I'm sure for this person who was struggling with being a deaf and being mute, um, this was probably not the first time he was looking for a cure. It was not the first time he had sought somebody out and said, can you heal me? Can you help me? Um, what is it that you can do for me? Uh, but in time, uh, that, that prayer, that, that request is fulfilled. And it's fulfilled here by Jesus. I also love that this, this man is... Sorry, go back... Um, you know, Father Jovita has talked about this quite a bit uh, lately. And he, he talks about all prayers are answered in one of three ways. Either yes or no or not right now. And so maybe this person has prayed for this and asked for this multiple times. And maybe the answer has been not right now. And it's been not right now over and over and over again. Until finally there's Jesus and he says yes and he takes care of it. But I love that it's also the fact that his, his peers, his friends bring him to Jesus. Um, and I think it's important to think about that, right? Community is such an important part of who we are as Catholics. We have to to recognize that this person is not on this journey alone. His, his struggles with his deafness and not being able to speak, uh, it affects him, it affects his community of friends, it, it has this... Um, this lingering kind of thing amongst this peer community. And he wants to be healed. And the friends know that, and so they, they help. And maybe there's somebody in your life right now, you know, maybe there's somebody that's hurting, right? Like, we're, we're going through a lot of different things in the world right now, whether it's uh, military issues or the pandemic or, you know, the, the aftermath of the hurricane that just hit and affected so many people. Maybe they're not able to pray for themselves right now. You know, maybe maybe they're going through 
such a dark time and such a hard time that maybe they feel like God's not listening. But he's always listening. He's always waiting. He's always going to answer those prayers, right? may not always be the way we want the prayers answered, but he will always answer our prayers. But maybe now is one of those times when we have these people that we care about that are going through something really hard that they can't ask for themselves or they're, they're struggling to ask for themselves. Or maybe things are so dark and so hard they don't even know what to ask or what to say. That's where you come in. That's where I come in. That's, that's where the community of the Catholic Church, the family, comes in. And it doesn't matter if the person that we are thinking of is blind or deaf or poor or rich or whatever. They're all at the table. They're all part of the same banquet feast. They're all the ch children of God. And so we are called. That's our challenge this week. This is what we are pushing you to do is to look around the, the, your world, those people that you care about, and bring them to prayer. Whether it's with them directly or if it's just lifting their name up in intercession, that's what we're called to do. You know, the other thing that it says in the readings um, that's so important is that he does all things well. You know, Jesus is not going to abandon people who are struggling through the pandemic or people who are struggling through uh, military conflicts or people who are left in the aftermath of these storms. And Jesus is going to answer their prayers and Jesus is going to reply and he's going to act and he's going to do all these things and he's going to do them well. And the reason why is because he's God and he loves you. And if you forget that, then we're praying for you. Please know that. And sometimes when I forget that, I hope that you pray for me as well. When we go through those dark times and we have those struggles and we are sitting there and maybe we feel like we're deaf to God's voice or maybe we feel like we can't speak the right words. That's why we have each other. That's why we have people around us that help bring us to Jesus Christ. From all of us here at All Saints, please know that we are praying for you, and we ask that you pray for us as well. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.